0: Today with Marilyn and Sarah. We're so happy to be with you today. And I especially want to welcome our wonderful partners. Wow. Do we appreciate them? Yes, we appreciate them very much. And I want to just pray with someone special today, but I believe it will apply to a lot of you. This, we got this prayer uh, request from Michael Lane, He says, please pray for my mother who recently lost her job. Mm, There are a lot of economical things happening at this time, and God knows that, and he knows how to make access to us, all kinds of money in different ways. Amen? If we don't walk in faith, honey, you're going to walk in fear, and you're not going to walk in fear because we're going to pray. So right now, we just pray, Michael for your mother who recently lost her job. And we pray for the people out there viewing our program who need better jobs and who need finances. And we're asking in the name of Jesus, Father, that you provide financial miracles in this time because it's challenging but not too big for you. And we're just calling in those jobs. In Jesus' name, amen. And I'm very excited today because we have a very special guest. Would you like to announce the guest? Yeah, we
1: have Ray Light. And I love this guest because he is going to talk with you today and encourage you to stir up your faith in areas where you may have experienced loss. Maybe like, like Michael, loss of a job, loss of some health issues, maybe you lost a loved one, maybe you lost your house, and lots of areas where we have lost, but what does Jesus have for us when we lose something or someone?
2: Together, we are impacting thousands of lives with the truth, compassion, and power of God's Word. But there is still much more to be done. By becoming a partner with Marilyn Hickey Ministries, you'll share in bringing God's miracles and healing to the sick, experiencing a deep love for the Bible, and taking the gospel to the nations. When you become a $30 a month partner with Marilyn and Sarah, we'll send you our welcome gift package, which includes the Jehovah Rapha oil vial with oil prayed over by Marilyn and Sarah, our exclusive partner CD set, which includes six CDs featuring 12 never before released teachings, the Majesty coffee table book, featuring beautiful representations of the names of God and more. If you have a passion to reach the lost and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the Word.
1: Hey there, thank you so much for joining today with Marilyn and Sarah. I am thrilled, Mom, I'm really thrilled to introduce to our audience, yes. Ray Light. Thank you. Yes, Ray, right. we're you. happy you're here. Thank, thank you, thank you. you, thank you. And not everybody watching is familiar with you, so can you give us just a little bit of biography, and then we'll jump into some really cool content.
3: Okay, quick biography. Right now, well, I'm an identity coach right now, and I, I, I run my own ministry with, with my wife, and we, we just help people process process their issues that they may be having and get to know themselves so they could be free. It's what we do now, but you know, I, I came to faith when I was 30. So I was a little bit older when, when I came to faith, I didn't grow up in the church. I didn't, um, didn't, didn't have any background of that really, to be honest with you, inappropriate jokes is like, I actually thought it was Jesus Christ because it was Joseph and Mary Christ. I thought it was his last name, (laughs) just so so just giving you an idea of my, my background. I had no, I had no understanding of it, but in an encounter when I was 30, I met Jesus and came to faith. It was a beautiful experience, but, but I had no, no background in that. Um, So, so from there, we, we jumped into discipleship right away with the church and then we joined Campus Crusade and I was We were missionaries with a ministry called life builders with crew for about eight years during that time we also pastored a church in annapolis did a lot of relational mentoring and discipleship and then you know during that time is when I broke went into a full depression and had some inner healing that happened that kind of shifted my direction from discipleship to inner healing which really inner healing is just accelerated discipleship is really all it is if you look at it and and so that happened where now we just developed through there doing more inner healing more focusing on that um and and helping people getting to know themselves so my wife and i run a ministry called faith by grace right now and we um, operate out of annapolis maryland and still travel around a little bit and do workshops and or i do individual sessions with people so that's that's kind of my background does that cover Um, it
0: yeah and you have your book, which is really good.
3: Oh, thank you. I like it. Thank you.
0: Permission to be real in your grief. Yes. So you really uh, deal with, with the process yes. in your life Yeah. and the lives of others.
1: It's really where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. It's very good. Thank you. So thank you. why did you write um, Finding a New Normal? Why did you write it?
3: Because I was in the middle of that process myself. Um, you know, doing, doing the identity coaching that I, I do, uh, the work that I do, I've worked with people in some of the most difficult, painful, traumatic experiences of their life that they're still suffering from. Is, is what, so this, the unresolved trauma is what I help people with in the identity coaching.
0: Now say that again, because I want everybody to get
3: it. So so with the, the, what I say with unresolved trauma, you know, because all of us experience trauma at different levels. There's, there's right. mild to catastrophe. Like right now, all of us are in the middle of this pandemic, so we're in a right. collective trauma throughout the whole world right. right now. But not every trauma is that big, and some are smaller, and they, each one of them affect us differently. But they're just a, you know, a distressing or disturbing experience is what... What, what that would be described as is trauma, but what, what I'm talking about is unresolved trauma is where that trauma, where it happens, at some level you can't handle what it is, a lie gets established where you start believing a lie because of the trauma, and that natural expression that'll happen of you will start manifesting some self-protection of fear, shame, or guilt with unresolved trauma, and then you stay in that loop. And what, I'll
0: Say those three things again. So
3: the, so the th- fear, shame, and guilt... Is fear, shame, shame, shame guilt. 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 Yeah. Yep. yeah, I do talk That's fast good. sometimes, so thank, yeah. you for, <laughs> thank you for slowing me down. Yeah. Um, but it's, I've noticed that, and I got that from when I was reading Genesis, getting that one. When Adam and Eve believed the lie of the enemy and they ate of the fruit, they also started self-protecting by hiding from God, covering themselves, and blaming others. And that was the revelation God showed me that that was fear, shame, and guilt. So everywhere we believe a lie, we also start self-protecting in fear, shame, and guilt. So that's kind of what happens. And if you think about the original trauma, was, was the serpent coming and lying to them? Right. And that, you know, for one, people are like, why is that a trauma? I mean, just imagine if a serpent came up and started talking to you, first of all.
2: That's traumatic.
3: That's pretty traumatic in my mind. But in that place, it was a trauma. It was something they couldn't handle. It was the first experience of believing a lie ever. You know what I mean? It was like they've never even heard a lie before that and now they're, they're experiencing a lie. Right. So that, that's what I do is help them understand, look at those places where they're stuck in those loops of fear, shame, and guilt because of lies they believe. And that happens because of loss, because of all types of trauma. Yeah. And, and processing loss is, is, is an interesting, can be really interesting experience and it really is important to be real and honest. Mm -hmm. in your process
1: and I think too you might be watching right now and maybe you have believed there's some lies that you believe and you're like I really don't want to believe these lies anymore we'd love to pray for you hop on the phone Mm -hmm. get on the website but also I want to strongly encourage you all of us have gone through loss Um, some loss might might seem minor some losses just massive Um, but this book finding a new normal will help you Um, to really integrate Jesus into that experience, how to process um, loss. And so, Ray, I'm going to ask you, when you wrote this book, it came out of a personal loss that you went through. Mm -hmm. What was that?
3: Well, we were just getting back from vacation. Friends of ours took us to the BVIs. We had just one one of the most amazing experiences of our life, spending 10 days on a a boat in the BVIs, in the British Virgin Islands. And then on the way back... The, the morning we got back to uh, Reading, uh, we got back to Reading about 11 o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, that morning our neighborhood got evacuated and we never got back to it. But the, the wildfires that went on a couple years ago, it just took out so much and ended up getting to our neighborhood and it burned our house to nothing was left, nothing mm. at all. Uh. And that triggered me up into an experience of loss I had never experienced before. And I just realized all the, the aspects of my life is I didn't have stuff, I had a bunch of memorial stones, that were connected to. Whew, I'm just talking about it. it stirs me up sometimes, but connected to old relationships and experiences, right? So I, I realized you know because that was some of the bad advice I got sometimes when I lost the house. It's like oh that's just stuff you can replace it. At least you're okay. Like. There's a time and place for everything, and during the trauma, that's not the time for that. But I realized, wow, I didn't have stuff. I didn't realize how sentimental I really was and, and how nostalgic I really was with all the all the things I did have. It's like all these different pieces reminded me of all these old relationships and experiences, and, and, and now they're just just taken, God. gone
1: one of those like some of those because one of the things you talk about it is that it was a meat cleaver
3: oh yeah yeah can you talk
1: about what happened (laughs) with that
3: that was just like how you could just trigger off for no reason while you're in while you're in the process of loss you're just living your life or you're you're in the process of grieving after a loss you're just living your life you never know what's going to trigger you and that's about the wheel of emotions that i talk about all the different emotions you can pop into and that's what happened we were we were at some store and i was already oversensitized every time i went into a store and and during that time when I would go into a store, what would happen is it would just be very and you know, everybody's experienced some kind of oversensitivity in, in a situation. My wife asked me, Do you want a do you want meat you know, do you want a new meat tenderizer? Yeah. And I'm like, it just triggered me. I'm like, no, I don't want a meat tenderizer. it just like stirred up because the meat the meat tenderizer I had was this big old chunk of metal that was my grandmother's. And that was just, I remember growing up and having, seeing that thing. So I got that when she passed. I got the meat tenderizer, and I just, it was, it was very sentimental to me. So it wasn't about needing a meat tenderizer. It was about that connection to my grandmother. And then it was like, pff, it just really triggered me to a whole other level where you just, you're living your life. And you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So that was how most of the things I had were relational mm-hmm. memorial stones. And
1: like your grandmother's Bible.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was... It's irreplaceable you mm-hmm. can, you know all her Bible that had all her notes in it still had her palm leaves in it mm-hmm. yeah, just just I remember seeing that thing all the time, and it was just this really old, old Bible that was you know, you know how they get after a while too right. so it 's just like I kept it, and uh, that 's just gone now there 's mm-hmm. no way to replace that
1: mm-hmm. That's totally irreplaceable, and you might be watching right now and you 're struggling with a loss with grief, maybe you 've lost your job. You're like, that's but it is a loss. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Uh, they've passed away and they're no longer here. Maybe you've lost some things in your health or maybe you've just lost some confidence or security. Or th- mm-hmm. These are all things where we struggle with loss and I want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy of Finding a New Normal. This book is a kind of a step-by-step but a phenomenal resource guide to help you walk through to some tremendous victory that jesus has for you and we want to pray for you today
2: are you in a season of loss do you need a road map to help you navigate your grief for your gift of 29 dollars or more we will send you finding a new normal by ray light ray wrote this book in the midst of his own grief following the loss of his home to a wildfire This book will be a place of refuge for you to find yourself and be honest about what you need to process the trauma you're experiencing. We will also send you Marilyn's book, God's Rx for a Hurting Heart, Sarah's New Beginnings CD teaching, and our Emotions Scripture card to reinforce the healing journey you're on. For your gift of $1,000 or more, we will send you the Psalm 23 bronze statue This custom-designed piece has been sculpted to reflect the deep love Jesus has for each of us, His sheep. It includes a brass plate engraved with Jehovah-Rohi. The Lord is my shepherd. Begin your journey to healing and peace. Call or click today. Now available, Hey God, Can We Talk? by Sarah Bowling, designed to transform your conversations with God from distant and religious into meaningful and authentic dialogues. Hey God, Can We Talk? gives hands-on tools for interacting with God through the everyday stuff of life. Deeply rooted in scripture, each chapter contains conversation starters that are simple biblical applications and a roadmap for dialogue to jumpstart your talks with God. Experience life-changing encounters with God through any circumstance, including when you want to go deeper in connecting with God, when you royally mess up, when you reach a fork in the road, when the future looks bleak, when your life is a total meltdown, when your plans change, when your emotions are raw. Regardless of your background, experiences, or training, the tools in this book will empower you to have deeper and more intimate conversations with God. Get your copy of this transformational book today.
0: Have you ever been distressed at yourself mm. because you're sad about certain things and you think, oh, I should snap out of this? Why why am I having this awful thing? And I think sometimes when we've lost a loved one or we've lost a situation or we wanted to do something, that <laughs> didn't happen. And so you say, well, am I spiritual to grieve? Mm. So I'm glad you're here mm. because you have some... Answers for us, right, and your book finding a new normal permission to be real in your grief yeah. this is really, really good, and I see where Sarah has underlined hers <laughs> but i 've also <laughs> underlined mine, but tell me a little more about why you wrote the book
3: mm. well, really, just going through my process, actually, how it happened, how it became a book is actually me just being real. On social media after the loss of our house Uh, working my stuff out and being honest about what's going on I started getting private messages and emails from people talking about me sharing allowed them to be able to go back and process old loss they were never able to process and it just started happening and then those random rantings became a blog and then that blog developed and became a book. So there was no vision for it. Again, most of what happens with me just happens as I'm living life. And, and I never intended to be the grief guy. That's what we were talking about. But everybody's experiencing loss, trauma, and grief at some level. Everybody does. We're in a fallen world. I don't believe it was God's plan for any of this to happen, but we're all experiencing it in different ways. So as, as that happened, I realized you know, God just said, hey, why don't you make this a book? Why don't you make this a resource for people so that they can be real in their grief? And that is a key thing that we're not always allowed to be real and be honest about our emotions and stuff like that. Because if we really, if we were good Christians and we really trusted God, we wouldn't have those issues, right? It's kind of like in some circles. And, I, and we know that's, that's a lie, right? Because we're all living with life. We're processing our stuff. And, and we're not always allowed. People don't give you permission Actually, not be in a good place sometimes you know it 's like there 's an expectation that you should just be happy, and you 're not always happy so if you if you can 't be honest right. about where you are that 's why one of the things I share is like you know you denial never works because you can 't get healed of something you don 't have so if you 're denying you have this thing going on and you 're trying to perform in in this other other arena or this other experience it's just you're never really dealing with what's going on because we are called to pursue righteousness peace and joy but he doesn't say you know pretend righteousness peace and joy when the pain hurt fear shame and guilt is happening so we need to need to face it and be honest about it so that we can find out why it's happening and get back to righteousness peace and joy
1: Mm -hmm. and that's what your book does
3: yeah yeah and the different aspects of loss and grief Mm
1: -hmm. yeah And you might be watching right now, and maybe you're struggling to be real, real. um, You're like, yeah, I just have to pretend. I have to put on the face, you know, um, put on my big boy pants and go to work. You know, sometimes we just go through the motions. And if you're struggling to be real and to be honest, we'd love to pray for you. Now, Mm -hmm. we're not going to counsel you, but we'd love to pray for you, that Jesus would help you to um, find place and space and courage to be honest and to be real. So hop on the phone, get on the website, and, of course, grab your copy of Finding a New Normal. And this is super, super helpful. And, and Ray, what would you say? Because, I mean, to, to permission to be real, but at the same time, how do you be real, and yet I have to do my job? I have to, you know, I have to go through life. How do, I, how do I reconcile some of that struggle?
3: Yeah, sometimes it's tough. Because sometimes, I mean, people are in... I was in that. I was in a depression. I know what that's like, and you're still trying to get everyday life done. And that's why at some point, part of being real is just being honest with yourself on what's going on. And I'm not saying jump into it, accept it, and say this is... You know, that's one of the things I share with people is the the pain, the hurt, the misery, the fear, the shame, the guilt you might be experiencing. That is not your new normal. But sometimes people will accept that as their new normal, and that's where the lies kick in and you get stuck in the loops. But the idea of, like being honest with yourself being honest with yourself and with God that's where the being real is and can, when you can be honest with yourself and when you can be honest with God then you can begin to be authentic and real in the rest of your life with other people and and that's where then you can really process what's going on not to celebrate and and like make it bigger than God in any way because these these nothing's bigger than the cross I, I fully believe that that Jesus handled it all on the cross, and and I believe I'm, I'm a finished work guy. At some point, I mean, it's what Jesus he accomplished it. It's 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 enough. We just don't fully believe it, and we live out of what we believe. And the trauma helps us believe lies, and triggers into these places where then we're not allowed and we're not safe. And some, it's honestly, some environments are not safe to be real. This is true. I'm not right. saying share with everybody where you are because it's just people aren't safe sometimes so that's one of the things I share in the book is if you don't have people around you where you can be honest where you are and they'll meet you there and help walk through it instead of saying hey you should be you know and it's like yeah but I'm not if you don't have people that are safe get the help you need there's grief groups I even list you know some places in there how to get in the back of the book like how to connect with a grief group or a counselor someone you can be honest with so, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing you believe, or there's nothing that happened, there's no sin, or there's no event in life that Jesus didn't already take the cross. Everything, every thought you believe, every lie you believe because of trauma in your life, Jesus already became that lie on the cross and he took care of it for you. You don't have to hide it from him. So that's a key factor. So you can be real in those places and process what you really, really believe, and you can be free after God meets you there.
0: Mm-hmm. You're real. But you're in faith.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's the big deal. Yeah, yeah. Being in faith mm-hmm. with your reality. Exactly. Because I think sometimes we think, oh, our reality will upset with God. Yeah. And He won't listen to me.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's a
0: lie of the Not devil. That is Absolutely. Oh, big time. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think too, when when thinking about Adam, when Adam, you know, ate the fruit, believed the lie, that was a loss. Yeah. That's like the first loss,
3: exactly, because
1: there was a separation in from his the mind. Garden, yeah. yeah, from the garden. So, the reality and Jesus, not Jesus, God comes into that space and says, yeah. "Where are you?" Yeah. And so He's He's reconciling. Yeah. And He's like, "Hey, it's I'm already here." Already reaching
3: out. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And Jesus is reaching out to you today. He's reaching out to you in your loss, in the pain, in the grief, and He's saying, "I'm here to be present, to walk with you, to engage with you." to help you, and to work through this process. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We would love to pray for you. And of course, grab your copy of Finding a New Normal. So Ray, what would you say to somebody who says, I don't want a new normal?
3: Yeah, (laughs) that's the trouble. Yeah, You know, it's because it's not what you hoped for. It's not what you wanted, but it is what you have. And that's that's part of the acceptance piece. You know, when you look at the, the old concept of the stages of grief, acceptance is one of those at some point. You have to, to be able to return back to some level of freedom, peace, and joy in your life. There's going to have to be an acceptance of what is actually really happening in your life. And none of us want this new normal. You know, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't believe that this was part of God's plan. And I think what the grieving process is is to take, you know, from this place of this, what we did have, the reality we did have, and then help us get to a place where we can accept this new normal, this new reality that we were never intended for in the first place.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's hard.
0: I like the fact that you show the process because I think we all want to snap our fingers.
3: It's yeah. over. Okay. I'm free. I want to. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes,
0: But, and that does happen some. Yes, I don't it does. question that. Yeah. But I think most of the time, we're in process. And faith is a process. Absolutely. So faith, having faith in those times, in the process times, is really key. Yeah. So you need to get hooked on the book, read the Bible.
3: It'll help you in those, because everybody's process is different, too. Mm -hmm. No one's having the exact same process. No one has ever had the exact same set of circumstances, experiences, and relationships to build them to the exact place where you are when you experience loss. And yours is going to be a little different, just a little different than someone else's. But with that, it, it's the pieces of it, we're all experiencing similar things. Mm-hmm. You're not alone in this.
1: Mm-hmm. You're not alone. And I just would encourage you so much today that you grab your copy of Finding a New Normal. You're not alone. And that's what the enemy would try to do, is isolate you and kind of put you on the sidelines, in a corner, offline. And, and Holy Spirit saying to you, I want to walk with you. I want you to walk with me. Let's go through this together. Because Holy Spirit can help you find your new normal and help you have joy even in
2: the new normal. Are you in a season of loss? Do you need a roadmap to help you navigate your grief? For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Finding a New Normal by Ray Light. Ray wrote this book in the midst of his own grief, following the loss of his home to a wildfire. This book will be a place of refuge for you to find yourself and be honest about what you need to process the trauma you're experiencing. We will also send you Marilyn's book, God's Rx for a Hurting Heart, Sarah's New Beginnings CD teaching, and our Emotions scripture card to reinforce the healing journey you're on. For your gift of $1,000 or more, we will send you the Psalm 23 bronze statue. This custom designed piece has been sculpted to reflect the deep love Jesus has for each of us. His sheep, it includes a brass plate engraved with Jehovah-Rohi, the Lord is my shepherd. Begin your journey to healing and peace. Call or click today.
1: So we're just thrilled to have you with us Ray today and I want to ask that you would pray for our audience because many many people watching have experienced loss and grief. Mm -hmm. So would you pray for them?
3: Yeah, yeah, it would be an honor to pray for you guys. And just so Lord, I I just do ask that you would everybody that that got the opportunity to watch this that's experiencing that's experiencing some level of grief and loss and the trauma of loss. I I just I just ask that, that Lord you would just meet them exactly where they are. And really just the the thing that I got stirred with is I, I really got a sense that a lot of you are experiencing this sense of like you should be doing better than you are. And I just want you to know that's one of the lies. That's one of the tactics of the enemy. You are right where you are. You're not doing anything wrong is the word I hear. You're not doing anything wrong in your grieving process. And Lord, I just ask you that you would inspire them right there to experience you, the comfort that you have for them, Lord, that you would meet everybody right there in the depth of the most painful hurting place in their loss just meet them and give them the permission to be real themselves honest with themselves and you in Jesus name
0: we want to thank you for watching today isn't this a blessing so I want you to say with me I do this every day thanks be to God who always leads me to triumph in Christ So remember, the game is not over till you win. I win,
1: you win. Mm. Totally good. Keep going, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) We love it. And we know that God has victory for you in this season, in this time. Keep your eyes on Jesus. He's bringing you through today.